All right, KISS Army, welcome to the KISS FAQ Podcast. Thank you for giving us your time today and letting us into your head. I hope we don't do any damage. This is a KISS-related podcast by the board for the board. We hope that you enjoy. Welcome to episode 290 of the KISS FAQ Podcast. I'm your host, Julian Gill. Today, I'm joined by Wee's Daniel. Good to see you again. Late night when the sun's yep. still shining for you, no doubt. Uh, Ken, the wizard of wisdom. I saw that. Yes. That was awesome. Uh, thank you very much for uh, whoever that was. I, I don't remember. I'm not going to pull up the yeah. page. And of course, stranger Lonnie. What's up? Kiss, still proudly wearing his hat. Joe Burrow, he's coming. He had a good game. I actually watched he's some He's coming. Yeah. Uh, and I watched I watched that uh, documentary about that Hernandez guy this evening. Oh, I need oh, to see that. Oh my, God. that's a good one. You have to see that one. Ooh, Remember, what a what a ooh, crazy. Yeah, everyone always blames the Patriots for everything. They're like for cheating <laughs> and for having psychopathic killers. You know. Yeah. With, with issues. I haven't seen it, so obviously that's a, that's a good a, reason. It's a great to, one. You have to see it. To watch that. we got another kind of random topic type day to have today. So, you know, it's because I'm lazy and I don't plan out episodes. I just want to get together with my friends and talk kiss. Um, but after last episode, Samuel, congratulations on winning the proof copy of On Tour, whatever year, through whatever year it is this year. Um, yes, another year. Um, It'll be going in the post probably this weekend when I have a chance. So thank you to everyone who entered. You're all losers except for Samuel. Um, also, it's actually, and Daniel, you were here five years ago, nearly to the day when we taped yeah. our first ever episode of the Kisefic U podcast. Um, that was, of course, with Nigel uh-huh. and Alex, bag boy. So congratulations to you guys who've participated. I want to thank everyone. I'm not even going to try and list everyone who's been a participant on the show because I will forget someone, leave them out, and end up offending everyone. But I do want to thank everyone who's participated in the show, everyone who's been a guest on the show, and, of course, everyone out there who's listened to the show in particular, and to our wives and loved ones who've tolerated us recording this show. Uh, can't can't forget them, of course, who suffer while we pontificate about what they find to be completely and absolutely irrelevant. So let's jump into today's irrelevancies. And, um, you know, what's going on in KISS world right now is people have lost their shit today, or yesterday, when KISS crews... 10 booking opened up and they went ahead and announced that there weren't going to be two indoor shows. Instead, there was going to be the sail away on the poop deck or whatever the deck's called, um, (laughs) followed by a single kiss mast uh, performance while the ship is docked at sea or at Mm -hmm. uh, in dock. So pardon me. And also going away was going to be the autographed item to be replaced with a commemorative that was etched with their autographs. And uh, in addition to the previous year's changes, of course, which uh, were no photos after Kiss Cruise 8. um, What else? Yeah, that's pretty much it. So people all over the place, on boards, on Facebook, the Kiss Cruise has been something else to behold. Um, well, well, the etched the etched autograph thing yeah, that makes it easy. They only have to sign once, <laughs> but but yeah, and then they just uh, you know print them up, whatever it may be. So it's kind of it reminds me of that uh, Creatures of the Night single, uh, the double sided. Well, there's a double group on one side, and the other side of the mm-hmm. twelve inch is the uh, etched uh, signatures in there. Yeah, the the British one released way 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 back when. So, oh, yeah. um, I'm going to start with Lonnie because he actually went on a cruise once or twice. I, I can't remember how many once. times. Um, what are kind of your thoughts? And you will have seen like Joe and other people trying to you know comment on some of the people's reactions to all this drama. What are your thoughts on the changes that have been made to the cruise? You know, I'm not a fan of the changes. Um, to be honest, I mean. 
for me, what sold me to go on the cruise was one, I went on the second cruise and you can look at what prices were eight years ago for the cruise versus what prices are now for the cruise. And they have increased a little by little every year and to where they are now. And I get it while they've increased every year. The thing sells out every year. So why not charge a little more for it every year? I mean, that's, that's what smart business people do. If we're selling product and there's demand for the product that we don't have any more of, well, the next time the product becomes available, we're going to charge a little more for it. That's what, that's what smart business people do. And that's, and, that, and I get that. And that's fine. Um, but for me, what sold me on going on the cruise was the price of it to see Kiss unplugged acoustically and to see Kiss in a small theater type of setting where they're, where they were going to be playing some obscure type stuff because I saw what the set lists were for Kiss Cruise One. I'm like, Oh, I want that. That's what, that's what I, that's what I signed, signed me up. And you get to meet the band too. So it's like getting a meet and greet. I mean, you didn't get the, you didn't get the couple things signed that you do with, at a meet and greet, you know, back then. Um, but you did get your picture taken with the band. You get a band in an up close setting. You get an up, you get an acoustic performance. And I was looking at that versus if I wanted to do a meet and greet, it was 2012 that I went on the cruise versus if I wanted to do a meet and greet on the tour that they did with Motley Crue. And I'm like, well, actually, I can get more bang for my money if I went ahead and just pulled the trigger on this cruise because, one, it's a unique experience. Two, I'm going to get to meet the band where if I wanted to meet the band when they come in the town, well, that's going to cost me a thousand bucks, you know, roughly give or take, probably give a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I think I'm going to do that instead. Yeah, there's going to be more money into it because I'm at the fly to Miami. I'm proud to have a, at least one night. I think I had two nights at a hotel in Miami one night before we left and won the night after we got back. But you know what? I think, you know, the juice is worth the squeeze. I think it, it's more value for my money. So I did it. And, you know, and I, and again, what sold me on it was the theater setting, getting to meet the band, you know, and another show I get to watch in the big atrium on the, on the, the other show I get to watch in the big atrium on a big jumbo, t- like two story tall TV or whatever. So that's, that's cool. Um, so as you know, time has gone on. Obviously, the expense has gone up, and there's and Julian, you said on the cruise that you went on just that for you, you enjoyed it, but there wasn't enough kiss. And now there's even less kiss on the kiss cruise, where there's only the one show while they're docked on on the on the main deck, which is different. But you know, there's something about seeing kiss in a small t- type of theater setting, which I for me that was the highlight of the show was seeing that. Um, electric performance. No, they didn't. I went on the cruise where they played a lot of that monster stuff. And some people say, well, that's really cool because they've never played any of those songs again. Whatever, you know, teach their own. But the cool thing was you got to see them in that small theater type setting and you got to meet the band. And now it's like, well, there's less kiss and we're still charging the same amount of money or more money. That being said, I don't understand the people that are pissed off about it. If you, if you, then don't go. It's that simple. Save your money and do something else with it and, and, and go somewhere else or go on a different vacation for the first time in 10 years. Maybe go do something else. Go, go anywhere. You don't, no one is telling you, you have to go on kiss cruise 10. If I look, if, if I don't want to do something, if I don't think I'm getting the value for my money, I don't do it. I go to something else where I think I am going to get value for my money. So yeah, is there less kiss? Yeah. Does it suck? Sure. You know, if that's what, but don't get upset about it. Just don't do it. Wow. That's almost like a... So, sorry. Do, I, that, imagine that. If you don't like something, don't do it. That's just yeah. far too reasonable. Daniel, what are your thoughts? I mean, you, you've not <laughs> been on a... So, you've not been on a cruise. Uh, you probably, no. I, I don't know if you have any interest in going. What's your take on kind of the drama, anyway, at least that surrounds all this? Well, I... I understand that people are disappointed because the crew seems to have, you know, they have added new ideas year after year, but this time it seems like they they are a little bit lazy. Uh, they are not doing enough to please the fans. So I, I get it that they are upset, but I think uh, if I was were to go on a cruise, I would uh, probably 
have a great time anyway, because I think uh, with all KISS fans on that boat, I think you would have a great time anyway. And, of course, the pricing is really high. Uh, you really have to, you know, want to go on that cruise because it's a lot of money. So uh, it's not for everyone. But I do think that this is something they can continue doing after they stop <clears throat> touring. I would not be surprised if they continued with the cruises after that final show in Madison Square Garden. <laughs> Close my door, people just know. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, I, I was actually shaking my head to disagree with Daniel, but uh, we'll no, get around shaking to my head like, no, I'm not available. We'll get around to my thoughts in a, in a moment. I, I, I'm going to bring in money grab of wisdom. Wisdom. No. I'm going to use uh, that until you tell me to shut the hell up. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, um, I, you know, I agree with Lonnie, um, you know, just don't go, um, is the question, I guess there's these ones, uh, regulars that go there every year. And, uh, if they're upset about that, then, well, you know, things change and there may be a good reason why they did it. I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, just don't go now. There's other people, uh, that have never gone like, well, I haven't gone. Um, and it doesn't make a difference. If you want to go and you want to spend the money, then just go do it. You'll, you'll probably still have a good time. Like Daniel said, you know, so, and if you don't want to go, you know, save your money and maybe you can save it for the last kiss show or something like that. Um, but you know, at New York, wherever that may be. So I think, uh, I, I don't, I don't know what to say about it. I mean, I've never gone to one. Uh, yeah, I've thought about it many times and I kept passing them up and I thought, oh, maybe my money, you know, could be spent somewhere else, you know, better. Um, so vinyl. that's what I did. Yeah. Yeah, vinyl. <laughs> and a new vinyl yeah. this week. Have you bought anything, Ken? We, 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 we didn't talk about that. Well, I'll just show you quick. Just I didn't buy. If I got it in the mail. The the, the uh, Eric. Oh, Carl, nice! Carl. I did oh, not. Very nice. I did I not got, buy one because I'm selling off again. So I skipped this one. And you you got the relic. His shirt or a piece of his. Uh, that's awesome. You know, that's that's cool, shirt right? you wore in the last. I guess. Uh, I have seen now pictures of people opening theirs up, and uh, Tom did post a photo of the actual shirt, uh, which he still has. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw and that. I thought I thought that was very cool of him to share that. And the vinyl looks great. The cover, you know, well done. So very cool. It's all very nice. Lonnie, we haven't had you on in a bit. Have you added anything into your collection in uh, well since your last visit with us? Oh, I don't know. Um, oh, I got my Destro- I got my uh, Destroyer resurrected uh, colored vinyl. I had, went to a couple WalMarts the day after Thanksgiving. Um, went to the first one; it was completely gone. I was like, oh, oh well, because I want the one that's kind of like I don't know if there's if there is such a thing as a Walmart that's not really busy, but it's not as busy as some of the other ones around town yeah. and they didn't have it. So I was like, Oh, don't worry about it. It's okay. My wife goes, no, no let's go to, to that one. I'm like, Oh, they're not going to have it. We went in there and sure enough, they had one left in there and I, I snagged it. So if they would have had more, I would have bought more, but they only had the one left. So I got that recently. What else did I get? I don't know. Nobody buys me any kiss stuff for Christmas or anything like that because everybody's like, I don't know what you have. And you know, if you don't have it, there's probably a reason why you don't have it. So, um, I did order, I am, um, gradually getting my 2014 vinyls and ordered destroyer yesterday. That should be coming next week. So what my house needs is another copy of destroyer. So it's perfect. (laughs) Yeah. I'm actually guilty of buying something this week. I, I want an auction of 18 Japanese LPs for under 300 bucks for the lot. So I dropped, uh, dropped the dime on that and hopefully can put them all up on eBay separately and see, unless they have any inserts in them. Actually, if anyone doesn't have destroyer 2014, just on the regular 2014 version, deep discount has it for seven eighty one right now. Jeez. On vinyl. On vinyl for seven eighty one. That's true. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So with with shipping, it was like nine sixty two or something. I'm like, how can I not pull the trigger on that? 
No, that's very cool. Daniel, how about you? What have you added? Yeah, I actually and bought uh, I bought I bought something I, uh, uh, I'm going to bring to the concert this summer, and uh, I don't know if it if it Ken's fault, but I've I've recently started to buy <laughs> Kiss <laughs> stuff again. <laughs> but I'm more focusing on you know the I 85 era sort of. So I got this one this week. I think it was a cool-looking scarf from the guys had he bought it at a concert in in Sweden back in '84. I don't know, but it looks cool. This one. Yeah, that is nice. cool. Yeah, I, love, I love that. Yeah. You just don't see yeah. stuff like that very often. No, I, I love the non-makeup. No, I, I haven't those, seen one. Uh, the animalized banners. I don't know if anyone remember those uh, with uh, with Bruce on it. So this one has Mark St. John, of course. Ah. So it's more yeah. John. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty almost mint condition as well. And there you have Animal Eyes 84. So I, I thought it was really cool. I haven't seen it before on, on the Swedish eBay. So <laughs> I got it pretty cheap. Yeah, yeah. very cool. cool. I think that's awesome. All right, so Kiss Cruise 10. All right, my thoughts. All right, I, I'm still conflicted over Kiss Cruise 8. And obviously, with that set list and that show, on the one hand, I got to see Kiss on a boat doing a giving us a taste of what they were going to do on End of the Road. Sure, some people called it a rehearsal. Um, some people called it lazy. I wasn't horrendously in, interested in that set, per se, because I wanted the rare shit and all that. So I'm still thinking about Kiss Cruise 10. And, you know, every year I get a booking slot and I'm like, am I going? Am I going? Am I going? I'm actually happy that it's clearing out some of the nine timers and I understand why I've seen quite a few of them particularly being enraged by this change that's been made to the the whole cruise because they've kind of lost their seniority, you know, and the Mm -hmm. pit and stuff that by no fault of their own, they've accrued by going year after year after year. So by building up that they've been given this sense of entitlement and mm-hmm. something that's just become standard. Uh, entitlement is not kind of the right word to use because it has a very negative connotation towards them. But, but they built up equity. They built up some equity. Yeah, they they have, and that's why you know I've always felt that there should never have been different ranks. You're either Kiss Army Navy or you're the Kiss Army Admirals, and there's only four of them on the boat. You know, the band members. Everyone else are the fans. But once you started differentiating one-timers, three-timers, mm-hmm. nine-timers, and all that, you built into the Army ranks and divisions. And it's those divisions that kind of come through. They're losing their rights to be up close that they've received for going year after year after year. I get that. I'm also thrilled that they're losing that right because I'm more of an egalitarian kind of guy that I think it should be completely random. But I don't like the idea of a Kiss Electric show on, you know, in dock outdoors where there'll be people, you know, basically shitting on the deck to keep that spot all day long. They'll be there for the night, literally from the night before the elbows. We've seen some of the near violence when Gene has thrown stuff into the audience, but I think also that the change introduces um, a level of frustration and anger that won't be taken out on the band will be taken out on fellow fans. You know, it's, it's like throwing a, you know, rock into a pond and the ripples of effect, you know, spread out from that point of impact. So I, I see some of the negative. I understand the negatives. I understand kind of the positives of a lot has still not been announced. What's been announced? You've had Kisses doing two shows announced. The Stardust Theater or whichever it's on this boat is still going to be used as a venue. Well, that opens up the question, what the fuck is it being used for then? And mm. then a lot of kind of circuitous comments from poor Sixthman Victoria. Victoria, you'll probably never see this, but I apologize on behalf of the KISS Army for the shit you've been taking with very limited information that they're allowed to share at this point. There's still stuff to be announced. I don't doubt that. They announced RAT. They announced, what, Queensryche. Rat who, who I couldn't give two craps about seeing. Um, Which rat is it? <laughs> Isn't there like... Yeah, <laughs> there's at least two in there. It, it's one with a, a vocal smoothing pedal. 
Yeah, it's not Bobby yeah. Bloxer's or whatever. No, it, it's Bummer's, not that no. abomination. It's Stephen Percy. It's one. Uh, I don't even know how to say his surname, yeah. even after all these years. The guitarist, uh, he quit the band, didn't he? Yeah, he Warren's didn't... not in it. I don't yeah. think Carlos is even still in it. Okay. So, I know Krabby's not in it. And Jizzy Pearl or whoever. It's like everyone's been in Rat, Warren's at this point. So, so I think there's a lot still to be announced. I'm, you know, if I was able to go, I most likely would, because I still think the most important part of the cruise is the people component. You are seeing friends. You are making new friends who maybe you have as a friend on Facebook who you've never met in person. It's the one time a year that you can bring members of the Kiss Army together from all around the world in one place for the cruise fest as well and whatever pre-cruise entertainment uh, happens before the boat actually departs. So think of all the good that there still is on top of it. Now we get back to my comment of less kiss for more money. Well, shit naturally increases in price. That's fine. Sixthman is going to set most of that. Kiss is going to say how much they need to get out of it. And then all the kind of numbers work together. But I just think everyone's automatically assuming that this is only being done so that Gene and Paul can have more artist or uh, painting sales slots or base sales slots. Well, you know what? Those probably sell really freaking well on a boat. So, duh, KISS has always been commercial. KISS has always been about selling as much as they possibly can for as much as they possibly can. And they've really reduced it so that the only time you see them on the boat um, is when you've paid an extra X amount of thousands of dollars to go see them. So, yeah, we are algorithms. We're Facebook, uh, you know. They don't look at it the same way we do as fans. But I think the key thing is like Joe has says, if you don't like it, don't go. Mm -hmm. If you do, I say let more newbies go for their first and maybe only cruise because they're going to have the lowest expectations of anyone because they're only going in by what's been advertised this year. They're not going by, you know, in the old days. I got a oh, photograph. Roots, cruise three, we did this. Yeah, you know, yeah. none, none yeah, of that matters not... to anyone other than those people who have built up, as you said, Lonnie, the equity uh, in going year after year. And again, at the end of the day, we're nothing but customers. So go. I, I don't. I wouldn't want to go and have a bunch of miserable people. I'm only going because I'm fear of missing out. Go because well, you want it. to go. You know, go because you want to experience it, that you're also interested in some of these other bands, but also go with an open mind, because I'm pretty sure you're going to find that the people part of it, the fan part, is the very mm-hmm. best part of it, and Kiss is just the icing on the cake. And, you know, that, that's kind of my thoughts. I, I And again, there's still a lot to be announced. We don't know everything. They can't say everything at this point, and there's probably still stuff being planned. I don't think they're going to do a show with Pyro on a boat no matter what. You know, that's been, uh, they're doing the, yeah. the show outside so they can do pyro. No, mm-hmm. boats and pyro are really bad mix. So <laughs> yeah. I, I just don't, I yeah. just don't see that being the reason why they're doing it docked. And hopefully the scheduling and all of that works out so that people's holidays, and this is what Sixthman and Kiss have to remember, this is also a holiday for people that you should not have to camp out all day on a deck to get a good spot when you're docked in port at one of your destinations. True. To go see the mm-hmm. freaking band who you're you're technically paying a lot of money to go see, regardless of how much of that fee you're paying sixth month actually ends up in their in their wallets. So, mm. you know, th- there are aspects that I'm sure they're still going to have to work out. I'm sure they are paying attention to some of the more um, reasonable suggestions that have been made rather than the swearing, kicking, screaming and all of that. So. You know, I, I was very disappointed to see some people who I know have gone year after year after year bow out because I know how much they've enjoyed it on the years that they went. I know, Lonnie, you had a good time. Yeah. Even though you had parts that you questioned. And- sure, but I, I still – yeah, there, there, there were parts on there that I said, ah, I would have rather heard this instead of this. or, But you know what? The, like Julian said, the, some of the best part about it is meeting the people on the cruise, you know, like – like Andrew was there, you know, so I got to hang out with him that that week, which was great. And, you know, friends of mine from Chicago were there and I hung out with them a lot. So, you know, a lot of it is 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 being with your friends and being with the Kiss Army. And you have a chance just to, to talk 
kiss with with someone who can talk with talk with it on your level, kind of like we do on this show once a week. Um, you know that that's one of the best parts about it. But you know, if you don't want to go, just don't go. And there's some people on there that were complaining this earlier in the week, saying this is terrible. I'm done. And then they're able to announce. Uh, they're able to book their book their slots yesterday, and the same people. Well, I booked. I'm like, well, what was the last two days about with you just bitching and complaining, just for the sake of bitching and complaining? You're still paying the money. What what was all that about? I mean, I saw that from multiple people <laughs> yesterday yeah. that I had seen on Facebook pages that were just so pissed off. And then yesterday, well, booked my cruise. I'm like, what? <laughs> Which but it's it? the same thing with Which everything. You know, we complain about the releases, the vinyls, the re-releases. Sure. And you people buy them all the time. That's why we get them, you know. So it's the same problem. Yeah, or I if it is a problem. I, th- I, I think, no, I think we're all guilty of it at some time. We yeah. complain about the thing that we do. Yeah. And it's part of some mental thing we have to do in our heads to justify, you know, doing it. I bitched about it. Now I can do it. Here, yeah. take my money. You dragged it out of me. I was made to do it. It was FOMO because, you know, I'm expecting to have the chance to book the, you know, first dibs on the very last show. That's the only reason I'm going. You know, that sort of mentality, whatever people do, you know, if you got to justify it, you know, just laugh at yourself after the fact and own up. Uh, I bitched about it yesterday. I was really unbalanced and unhinged. Uh, But you know what? (laughs) I'm going to have a great time. So, you know. Just don't go be a misery guts. I mean, again, people is what it's at. The, the Dutch guys, the Swedes, the Australians, the German. I'm thinking of one guy in particular. Um, you know, so many cool people and good people who go on that cruise. And unlimited bacon? Can't go wrong with that. All right. No. <laughs> you might have to fight Chikini for it, but there you go. <laughs> Death, ma- death match in the buffet. I'm always down for that. All right, let's move on to some of the other topics. Um, who, whose idea was it was about releases we can expect in that? Lead us into it, whoever it was. Lonnie. Lonnie. You know, 2020 is, you know, we've, we've seen Kiss have the pattern of releasing stuff based off anniversary, especially with the colored vinyl the last few years. So I was thinking about, well, I was thinking the other day, like, well, what am I going to end up buying? This year. So I was like, well, March, they're probably going to have a 45th anniversary of Dress the Kill come out on colored vinyl. Because we've seen that with Hotter mm-hmm. Than Hell in the fall. We saw yeah. that with Hot in the Shade in the fall. Mm-hmm. We saw that with Dynasty last summer. So strong positive. And they're about due for another one, too, since it's been a few months since they've done it. So I would yeah. imagine Dress the Kill on colored vinyl is going to come out in March. Asylum. And then Asylum. Yeah. The asylum, yeah. When was, that, that one. when was that released? What Eight month five. That? Yeah. A month, September. What month, I think. though? Is that September? September, I think. Yeah. September, October. So September. We, we could, so Kurt, we what year? Some... What month? What day? I don't know. The day. Julian knows. Come on, Julian. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I always screw sure. it up. I don't wow. want to get corrected by the gooch. <laughs> so, so, okay, we can see Asylum in September. You know, we can see a lot a 45th anniversary of Alive in the fall. You know, Absolutely. on colored vinyl, but maybe, like I said in my post, I said maybe something even cooler, maybe something even cooler to celebrate Alive being the landmark album that it's okay. Yeah, Alive on colored vinyl. Okay, that's fun. That'd be fine. But what else could we do to celebrate the anniversary of Alive while they're going through the end of the road tour? Could we get could we get cleaned up versions of the actual shows finally? Julian shakes his head no, uh, but you know. Sure. Could something like that happen? Julian, Julian said, you know, it's it's the it's the fortieth anniversary of Unmasked this year. You know, maybe we get a colored version, colored vinyl of Unmasked as well. Um, a remix. So I don't know. A re- or a remix of a, of Unmasked. I, we're I not getting the, we're not getting anything that takes effort. So uh, I think I think a uh, I think a purple alive. I mean, a purple um, Unmasked makes a lot more is what we can expect. Is not a and not a. Uh, Remixed Unmasked. Well, you know, on Unmasked, that one of the most popular collectibles to come out of that album is the Mexican swirly vinyl, yeah. no, swirly yeah. colored vinyl. And in that. Mexico, they had a whole bunch of different colors issued from that album. And what I think would be a really cool idea for them to do as a colored pressing for Unmasked, um, think of the German splatter vinyl. 
which is black and white. Well, do hmm. one in, in yellow with red and orange and all, all the colors that were in that translucent one um, for the Mexican version. So it's different, but for geeks like us, you're like, oh, yeah, it's like the same colors that they used in Mexico in 1980. So <laughs> 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 like button. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Com- comic well, book that's guy. better than BU's at least, yeah. <laughs> uh, mm. Well, you know, the, I like the uh, the li- the alive. Um, I mean, it's it's always ranked as one of the top live albums of all time, even in Rolling Stone. Yeah, I think it's it's it's, it's in like top five or something like that, top five or ten. So, um, like to me, yes, it has to be packaged other than color vinyl whatever it needs to be maybe it could be remastered again but i think it needs to be released with the original shows the original unedited eddie kramer or re-added uh um you know over recorded you know uh vocals and bass parts or whatever they had to fix I, I don't want anything fixed. I want the original shows that they pulled those from. And it could be on vinyl, it could be on CD, it could be a CD set, book, nice booklet in there. I mean, do something like the, you know, with the, the Beatles have done with the, uh, you know, Abbey Road or Sgt. Pepper's, those, the White Album. Yeah. They did some not really nice packages. And they could do the same thing with Alive and, uh, I think it'd be very, very cool. And if they can add some, you know, live video to that, that'd be, you know, uh, you know, icing on the cake kind of thing. I think they could at least put the songs in the correct order for once. I mean, <laughs> really, uh, have them oh, the way they oh, played oh, it. Oh, oh. Unedited show, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, toss them around at least so we get the correct order. I remember uh, a copy floating around, few years back where they had actually put it the way it was and added one or two songs and i listen to that one the most these days because it's not the right flow if the, if i have one complaint about live it's the order of the tracks they should have fixed that so it's actually the way they played it live that's my at least they can do that that's not that big of an effort but we'll see if they do anything at all yeah, Except putting out some piece of plastic in a different color, again. Lonnie, thoughts on an alive reissue? Let's work through these one by one. I think alive would be. I mean, it'd be that if if there's any album that they could do a deluxe version like the Beatles have done on their of their records, it's that. I love your shirt. That's awesome. <laughs> um. It's awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> we still were Sorry. Last week. Yeah, same, same one as last week. It's Thursday. It hasn't changed for a week. <laughs> yeah, he's, I've worn it so smells. long it turned green. He kind of smells too. <laughs> but no, I, I, if there's an album they could do special, tre- like really special treatment for on a vinyl deluxe version, it's that album. You know, to to give us the the, the master recordings of those shows even. I mean, and that, that and that's really a pipe dream. But how cool would that be? Now that would get that would get Kiss fans excited a whole lot more than alive on silver vinyl. You know what I mean? I think I think you'd move a whole lot more units of that. You know, if you did that, and then maybe even throw it up on iTunes too, if someone who just just wants the music, you know, also or just wants the music for the sake of having the music. You know, if someone wants the vinyl for the collector portion of it do that as well you could you could easily do that and we sit here and we say that all the time about kiss you could easily do that you could do that you know the one time they did come through for us and really really give us what gave us what we wanted was the solo albums um when that came out a couple years ago they really did that right i really don't have any complaints about the way they did that it's a fantastic packaging it's exactly what we said they should always do is put it out on colored vinyl for all four of them put it together they did exactly that do that give that treatment to a lot give it the treatment it deserves i think that would be off the chart fantastic and it's something they could really do this year with the end of the road tour give me that when you go on tour in the states or in europe and not 
Kiss World Volume 2, you know, and some more greatest hits. Because let's be honest, we could see him doing that, too. Yeah. That, that Kiss Universe is the next one. Yeah, too easy to see. I like the idea of Kiss Alive. We've talked about it a lot. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. kind of the formats that we envisage will be possible. Some I know were pitched to the band previously and shut down for whatever reason. It, it doesn't matter why they were shut down. But when you look at something like the Def Leppard LP boxes, you know, and kind of how they packaged those together, then why not have one that that whole outer shell is the Alive cover and back mm-hmm. cover and all that. Um, and new graphics, and you've got each one of the shows pressed on vinyl or CD, as the case may be, because yeah. Def Leppard also did theirs on CD sides, oh, um, and as you said, on iTunes as well. So each of the shows pressed onto vinyl. Daniel then gets them in the correct order, and we'll be happy. Um, <laughs> you know, and maybe each one is pressed on different colored vinyl. Doesn't matter what color, and then you get the actual you know 45th anniversary edition of the album um just pressed on some color of vinyl that hasn't been done before because again gold. you you had the back to yeah why not first gold album right it, if if it can be done yeah and and look good then why not and uh i don't pay attention to what creative kind of colors and all that of vinyl are being done i know the kind of metallic silver anomaly didn't look that great but uh you know if it's close enough then it's close enough you know and you get like a little note from gene and paul because you just know it'll be from gene and paul and not ace and peter uh, anybody and else and no one else and eddie kramer will say that bob keelick played on alive and <laughs> <laughs> misremember all those details as well you know it, it could, and then oh, bob well, keelick will get mad and <laughs> yeah <laughs> Don't, don't get Bob mad, please. <laughs> yeah. Bob at heart is a nice guy, I'm sure. Um, so that's a great one. Dress to Kill. I mean, that's coming up in March, the uh, yeah. 45th of that. I would love to see that one reissued properly. Um, again, in a similar sort of way, when you think of some of the things that have surfaced in recent years, like the original demo recording of Rock and Roll All Night or the demos that were done, you know, even just pressing that up on a vinyl, a 10-inch vinyl EP, those versions of this, the first versions of the song. What was it? Uh, they even had a different title for Rock and Roll All Night in error on the acetate. You know? Oh, really? It was the first kind of studio album to really do something. And, you know, 68 wasn't a massive hit, but look at Aerosmith, Dream On wasn't a massive hit either yeah. when it first came out, mm-hmm. you know, but it really became an important song in the band's catalog. So, you know, keep that one pretty much, I, I don't think you want to do German Green as the vinyl pressing. No. Probably not. Uh, no. Why? Thought, yeah. Thoughts on Dress to Kill, Ken? Yeah, um... Yeah, I could see them doing that one, and and maybe uh, I don't I don't know what color. I could see white vinyl, maybe, um, on that one. But uh, I would also like to have a little, you know, fold out, kind of like the uh, Destroyer Resurrected has that little fold out, uh, you know, little half booklet. It's not a booklet, but it's it's like a two sheeted. Uh, information and with you know bob Ezrin stuff on there and it's a bunch of pictures and whatnot i can't remember at all but i think they should have all that and maybe write up on it and then also the pictures that they were taking that they were going to use for that album where they're going in the phone booth and out of the phone booth and and those things um just a little added extra uh thing to to do and you know I think it's, since it's in March, you know, why not put it out as a record store day release as like a thousand, two thousand copies because it record store day is in April. Why not do that? Do a special release of Dress to Kill and release it then on vinyl. I think that'd be very cool. Yeah, but very cool and, you know. <laughs> Very cool and kiss don't go together. <laughs> uh, often not because you know yes, one of my, 
fans. One of the yeah. things I've kind of thought about is picture discs. You know, the Dutch Kiss Army did those in the mid-80s, and it would have been a great idea in January 2019 when they kicked off the end of the road tour to have a subscription-based, you know, picture disc, one a month. You know, get your orders in, and then a few months later, they'll press them all up and probably a few extras to go into the Kiss merchandise store and, and, and whatnot. Um, Daniel, what's your take on Dress to Kill and then uh, take us into Asylum, you know, and how you well, is being celebrated? Yeah, I, I always loved Dress to Kill, but when you're talking about really releasing it on vinyl, um, since it's mostly done in black and white, the whole um, theme of the record, I'd like to see, as Ken said, maybe white vinyl or silver something like that and of course add new stuff additional stuff otherwise i don't think it's even worth releasing um you need to add something new to 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 the record i actually like the remastered version of dress to kill that was released in 97 i think it was pretty clear and sounded well so uh but I'm more looking forward to the Asylum one, of course, because that was the genesis of, of my KISS fandom. So that'll be pretty interesting if they do something with that. I was kind of surprised when they did it for Hard in the Shade. I didn't think they would do that because they have been so focused on the makeup era. So I think that was a nice surprise. So we'll see what they do with KISS Asylum. Um, I'd actually, of course, would like them to do something if it's one thing i have a hard time with asylum there's something with the sound of the guitars that's not really sounds right to me if they could do something about that but i guess they won't uh, uh to be realistic they will just you know release it uh, and have a uh, some color on the, well they could actually go crazy with the colors on the vinyl for this the <laughs> yeah if, if if they go by the you know, costumes that they had back in the day. So, mm-hmm. so um, we'll see if they release it in neon green or something. <laughs> but uh, like Paul Stanley's gloves in the Asylum video. Oh, neon uh, pink. I don't have to. Uh, well, oh yeah, pink. Yeah, yeah they, they were yeah, pink. They, it was they, the uh, role that was. Uh, yeah, you're correct, of course. There yeah. you go. Uh, but we'll see what happens. I just think it's nice, nice if they release something from the non-makeup era. Yeah, yeah, I like the idea, obviously, uh, of Asylum as well. But if you look at the front cover of that album, they've got these splotches that go across it kind of on an angle in red yeah. and yellow and blue. Is there any way for that to be done on a black vinyl to actually go across just like the middle of it on a similar sort of angle? That would be really cool. You know, even if it wasn't quite exact like that, because obviously mm-hmm. the vagaries of pressing vinyl would be rather difficult i would just love to see that i don't want them to change that album one bit i want it just if if they do that color i'm buying if i'm buying it um even if they do hot pink to make vinnie mad You're buying it. You know, or neon green i'll buy it uh, because it's asylum it's my entry point into the band and it, mm-hmm. you know like daniel said they did hot in the shade so that really shows a willingness to you know the elder is going to come in brown vinyl Get ready. It's coming. It's coming in turd colored vinyl. Lonnie, your thoughts on both of those? Um, I, th- you know, I, I think, you know, the dress to kill, I think is a, is a given just because of the fact that we have, we've seen the original album, we've seen hotter than hell, we've seen destroyer, we've seen rock and roll over. I mean, it's, it's a given that I, that I think in March we're going to get dress to kill, you know, what color to be, whether it be, will it be like, like a white, you know, like a, concept you know black and white cover i think would be probably most appropriate um and i and i can definitely see it coming and i see the t-shirts and the gold records and and everything else that they've done to celebrate all these releases the asylum i think i really i really hope they do the asylum you know they did the hot they did the hot in the shade which makes me believe that if you're gonna do hot in the shade why won't why wouldn't you do something to celebrate asylum if you're doing hot in the shade Mm-hmm. So that being said, I think we will get it and we should get it. What color it'll be? Hell, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it, you can pick any random color that's on that that awful cover, but 
come on, Julian, it is awful. <laughs> it's glorious. But come on, Ronnie. It, not, it, it looks not. it looks better than a sheet of metal with a blood drip logo on it. It's, I, didn't, I didn't I didn't say that Revenge of the Glorious cover by <laughs> Silence is not very good. I'm, so, I'm just I'm just going after your your hearts, you know. You're just trying to take a little <laughs> take, take a little jab at me while you can. So um I, I don't know what color it'll be, but I, I hope they do it because I love the non-makeup stuff. And I think, you know, I've said it on the show a, a lot that I love to get my hands on any kind of non-makeup piece of memorabilia I can. Because when I was when I was a kid, if I could get my hands on the makeup type stuff, well, that, that was cool. And now it's like it's completely flipped. Like the non-makeup stuff to me is like the really cool shit that I'd love to come across and find. So I, I hope that they do it. They do it because they really don't do enough justice to the non-makeup era. So I really hope this. I hope to see it. So next year when they put out the animalized throw rug, you're going to be down with that because it oh, reminds you of angles. I'll send you pictures of me naked on it. Please don't. <laughs> oh, we don't want to have to ban you. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm this far without being banned. Banned. Blocked. <laughs> erased. Oh. <laughs> Uh, some of the other... like... <laughs> no um, <laughs> other releases possible in 2020 I, I think another greatest hits package I don't even want to go there because yeah. what the hell what the hell do you say they've been done every which way so unless they're gonna press up the very best of kiss on some colored vinyl I'm not interested um, alive five. I get the feeling they've already missed the boat on that. Uh, that kind of ties into, you know, Kissology 4 and, you know, video package. This show really needed to be documented, but it really needed to, needed to be documented on the first leg of the tour before they started taking away pods and pyro and mm-hmm. kind of um, de-bombastifying the Kiss show because it was absolutely gigantic. When Mm -hmm. that curtain dropped in Vancouver and for everyone who went to the first leg of the tour across North America, it was amazing, Um, especially with the whistling rockets, all the pyro, all Mm -hmm. the concussive stuff. But particularly Vancouver, because they immediately changed uh, some of the concussive aspects of that. And unless they did film anything in high definition, what would be the point now? Um, And again, the tour is kicking off at the beginning of next month. So there's still time to see whether it comes back to the full glory. That was the original run, but the Europeans got a, a smaller, a smaller stage show. Um, but it needs to be documented. It really needs to be a standalone concert release. And what better time to have that release than while the tour is going on and that you can pimp it at your shows. Daniel, your, your thoughts on that. Um, well, the Vancouver show seemed real great, so we'll see whatever happens when they continue. Uh, I'm going to uh, attend a show in Stockholm, and we'll see. They're actually playing a really big arena. I'm not sure how many people will show up. It will be at an arena that uh, it's about, I think, 45, 50,000 people that can go inside that arena. And I don't see them moving that kind of numbers uh so uh, we'll see whatever happens um i'm not quite sure if i'm i'm going to that concert but i'm i'm also looking at guns roses are coming to to, mm-hmm. to sweden rock festival so I'm, I'm 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 kind of torn if i'm going to put my money there, there or, or at the kiss show but i guess I, I would go and see kiss another time and uh even if they don't bring the whole show i think it will be just a great experience, um, like it was when I saw them in Norway uh, last year. So uh, I'll be at the concert, even if they don't bring a whole lot of pyro. So so uh, we'll see. We'll see what they bring. 
Yeah, it's a shame that the Japanese shows were further downscale, but understandably so. Yeah. There are probably yeah. local rules that preclude yeah. them from being able to use the full pyro complement and shipping everything over, you know, especially mm-hmm. with what happened with Australia and whatnot would have been highly complex. So I think the fans still had a good time. That's always important. Ken, what are your thoughts on videos and whatnot? Mute. Well, mute. Mute. Um, <laughs> I think I do think that they pro that they have been recording these shows. Probably, you know, whatever their their uh, video feed that they have for the cameras that are there for each concert, and I'm sure you know they have and are saving the, all the soundboard that goes along with it. Um, so maybe it will be used and maybe it will be broken up into it'd be interesting if they could put something together with multiple locations uh and use videos from different you know uh concerts that they had they had done throughout the tour um i think that'd be cool you know of course vancouver the first one um and then any other ones that they deem that you know turned out good or looked cool on video, you know, I guess they'd have to go through a lot. I know they did that with um, the 96 reunion. They recorded all those shows, but they never, the problem is they never put those to use um, really. So, uh, but I'd like them to, I'd like to see them do it. I think it'd be cool to have it. And if, if it is during this year that they release it, I think it'd be great. It might actually get some more people to go out and see the show even even though you can see it on the dvd or blu-ray or whatever uh i think you know you know it looks pretty cool it must be very you know exciting while you're there in concert with all the fire and bombs going off so do you really think that uh do you really think a dvd has that impact anymore because i think most people just go on youtube and make up their mind before they're on a dvd releases true but the YouTube is, you know, usually from a, yeah, it's not as good, but a, not as good. And the the sound quality is is just straight, whatever. You know, they're not plugged into a soundboard. Oh. I mean, the one, the Vegas, the Vegas Blu-ray that I have, you know, yeah. the, that they did. Uh, that was that's really that looks really good. I mean, that is really clear and great shots and everything because it's professionally done and it's their own cameras and and so on. So. I think it would go over well, and I'd rather have that than a YouTube concert. Yeah, I think everyone would rather have that <laughs> rather than it's a YouTube it's, it's concert. I think people are lazy and people are sheep, and the the yeah, DVD but, the, the the ship has sailed for DVDs. Blu-ray. Uh, uh, so I don't. So. I don't think it will generate a whole lot of interest, even though I would like one as well, of course. You could say one that from for, every tour. You could say that for vinyl. I mean, the ship has sailed. Yeah, and people are yeah, if I mean, the ship has sailed, then do a subscription basis. You know yeah. that people are getting right. like yeah. a, a gloriously overpriced package, but it's very limited in addition. Look at those Metallica box sets or the Guns mm-hmm. N' Roses box. You mm-hmm. know, True. And, and what can be right. done, but you know, do them direct to customer for a premium, and you know, throw in the random signed copies uh, as kind of the carrot to you know get people to go for it so i I mean i i love that vancouver multicam the unofficial one because of the front row guy you know so yeah that that's already metallica is always uh releasing cool stuff i think i don't know i watch so many of those freaking yeah those live clips that they release all the time from every place they Mm -hmm. play i mean they are really on it you know they they're really Mm -hmm. um putting in the effort and they have always done it and everything from you know some kind of monster what a, what a great documentary and uh, all these live clips and they actually play for fans because they enjoy it not for the money so I always uh, keep my eye on Metallica they are always you know have a lot of good ideas and yeah. still to this day yeah yeah, I don't mm-hmm. buy much Metallica, but I've been no, but, uh, I've been watching that YouTube stuff no. like crazy. Full shows, and there's some great fan websites you can go to that take the pro shots and marry them up with the uh, Met Club, you know, soundboards, which we, I don't think we necessarily want for Kiss, but um, 
for that band, it certainly works. Lonnie, your takes on all of this. You know, I I think the 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 there's a reason why we haven't seen a lot of Kiss DVD releases, and a lot of it, like you guys said, is because of YouTube. I think, yeah, that that Vegas that Vegas DVD or Blu-ray or whatever it is, it looks great. It's fantastic, and I gladly paid the money to get it. But I think that Kiss sees that the money isn't there, the juice isn't worth the squeeze, so to say, in releasing that because well they're gonna have to they're gonna have to pump some money into it to to do it up the way they want with the packaging with special features this and that one and whatever and to film it properly the way they would want it filmed for dvd for a release but just like music i think people are more likely to say well if i can go listen to it or watch it for free on my computer or basically on my tv because i can get youtube on my 65 inch tv and my living room if i want to why should i go spend money to watch arguably the same thing i think they they will get a lot more success if they manage to get some sort of biopic going i know there's there's been ramblings about that but if they could get a biopic on netflix or, or something that could actually get people excited and 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 uh, get new fans uh, to the shows mm-hmm. i think that's one of the few ways uh, you, using video that that can attract fans to the, to this day. I mean, unfortunately, people people are. I mean, I uh, teach uh, like 13 year old kids, and they don't own a single DVD. Even the ones who who, who listen to music, there's no way they they're buying a DVD, and that's the future. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. No, like people, a lot of people don't even have, some people don't even have DVD players. No. Anymore. Yeah. Discs. What the hell is, is that? They just look at it. What's that? Some a kind d- of dinosaur DVD, technology. That, yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> not for, for, from, from, from an LP for them. So mm-hmm. it, it moves mm-hmm. fast things, you know. It's hard I, to keep up. I actually have a VHS deck right next to me and oh. I use that more <laughs> than I use our Blu-ray. So go okay. figure. If, if I'm watching anything else, it's on Netflix or Disney or uh-huh. whatever. Complete lunacy. Um, there was one very late thrown in part to this uh, discussion. So let's end on this. And Daniel, I think it might have been yours. Uh, and that was the favorite music documentary or motion picture about any band. You know, in a week that Neil Peart has, you know, mm-hmm. passed away, my pick for that question is behind the lighted stage or is it beyond the lighted stage whatever the rush beyond document yeah, like that, yeah with with ged and alex going around all the places in toronto and you know where they'd kind of formed that's just by far the one that jumped into my mind immediately and there's probably you know quite a lot of others that have been very well done but in this week where you know a great drummer has passed away that was the one that immediately resonated um as for a major concert film about from any band that's really tough i i'm gonna go with iron maidens live after death mm-hmm. just just because again 1985 when i was starting out and you had the running free video on mtv and i didn't get to see the whole thing for quite a few years but i listened to the album to death um no pun intended um and, but to this day, that was really a really good, you know, concert video, uh, concert film. Daniel, let's go to you. Well, I, I enjoy a lot of the documentaries that uh, has something more than than music in them. There's like a storyline. So I really enjoy the the one about that Canadian band uh, Anvil. Mm. You know, uh, Steel. What's they had one song. What was it? Uh, Steel on steel or something like that. Metal to met metal on metal. Metal or something. on metal. Or, yeah. Yeah. The 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 singer's name is Lips and uh, or something like that. He's called Lips, uh, and it's just about a struggling band who were destined for stardom, but they never got there. But they they never gave up. And there's a few awesome clips in there where they play for literally literally nobody and the owner he doesn't even want to pay them and uh, and you see they 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 do some a sort of a comeback and another film in that in that vein is uh last days here you know about pentagram 
I don't know if you've seen that one. Yeah, Pentagram, no? Mm. It's a great documentary. Uh, it's about this fan. He loved Pentagram. So he, he, he looked, they hadn't played for years. So he looked for, for the singer. I think his name was like Bobby something. And he found him in his p- uh, parents' basement, shooting up wow. drugs, looking oh, like, wow. you know, a crack whore or something. Terrible. And he helps the guy. And they stage a comeback, and they actually managed to come back. It's a great story. That's cool. And, of course, as I mentioned earlier, uh, Some Kind of Monster is the one I watched the most times, I think, because I watch it every year. I, I like the, uh, you know, behind-the-stage feel, and it's real. It's not like Kiss behind the stage, you know, fake. Um, and and seeing James Hetfield's struggle with uh, alcohol and, and uh, different uh, things like sleeping around and everything and he managed to come back and, and so, so so those are three films that if you haven't seen them you, you need to go and get a copy of them on dvd as, <laughs> as a scandinavian has anyone ever done a good documentary on merciful fate and king diamond i haven't Ooh. seen one no i haven't seen one i think that's yeah. lacking because i can't think of one that's one i would actually love to see more about especially that that yeah. genre of music explored and king himself you know where he came from ken well i would say uh spinal tap <laughs> no i know that's not real um oh. but <laughs> that's a fun one if you want to it's uh, awesome fictional, it doesn't have to be real that, that's that's kind of cool same with um, rockstar for that matter with Wahlberg. Mm-hmm. yeah 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 um but um uh you know and we're still waiting for a kiss documentary of course um but um I, I think, you know, the one I really enjoyed a lot was the Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, that Tom Petty uh, documentary. It was really good. I mean, it was, you know, three and a half hours or I don't know how long. It was long, but it didn't seem that long because it was so interesting. I mean, it was so thorough of the whole band's history and including the band before, you know, the uh, Mud Crunch, which was the band before they, you know, became Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Uh, so, I mean, that was just fantastic. Um, then as for uh, live kind of video, um, there's so many. I mean, even the Kiss stuff, you know, from Kissology and stuff. But uh, And like you said, Rush, that's a good one. I have that. Um, but I, I really like the, you know, the ELO one because there's not a lot of ELO stuff. So I, the one from a couple of years ago at, at Wembley, uh, you know, Jeff Lynn's ELO at Wembley Stadium. I mean, just fantastic. Really? Live concert, I have to say. Uh, first time I saw Ramstein, uh, a live oh, concert with yes. them. Yeah. It was awesome. Like, they released yeah. something in the late 90s. I thought, what the heck is this? I'm actually going to see them as well this summer in Gothenburg. Oh. So I have a few concerts to look forward to. Yeah, Ramstein is an eye-opener. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ken, did you watch the Linda Ronstadt documentary that I, recently uh, aired? I, I did, and I, I have it, actually. I have it, actually. Did. I ordered it and uh, and it was delivered to. Uh, uh, yeah, it's very good. I mean, it's it's a, something that should have been probably done a long time. Um, uh, I would have liked more more live music on that. I think I do have a bootleg of you know a couple of her uh, shows, um, but uh, it, it was well very well done and it's kind of you know it's so it's it's really you know tragic. Um, that you know she had to give up singing because of Alzheimer's, you know. Um, yeah, but there's been a couple of really good ones in recent years. Ron Stats, the latest, uh, Glenn Campbell, which also aired a, a few years ago, and his battles was fantastic. Lonnie, uh, before we forget you, sorry. I don't know. As far as a biopic goes, I, mean, I think the Kiss biopic could be fun if done right, um, with the right characters, with the right with the right actors. I mean. Um, I think a Guns N' Roses one would be would be fun as well. Just to see, it'd be very it could very similar. To, it could be very similar to the Motley Crue thing, which showing the sleaze of the '80s and things like that, and the craziness that went on behind the scenes. But I think you could do that one and really just solely focus on the Appetite for Destruction era of the band and just mm-hmm. end it end it like when they're opening those shows for the Rolling Stones at the end of the Appetite tour. Just showing that, you know, this band that came from nothing, basically living in a storage unit, had made it. And even though that, you know, and became the biggest band of the world, 
with one out and, and just focus on that and don't even go into the illusion stuff because then it gets kind of clouded and and you see the band kind of breaking at the seams and that but just celebrate the band with with appetite i think would be would be really really fun to do if if done correctly anyway um as far as kiss stuff goes i mean i'd love to see more stuff from them i mean and we've we have, we've done a lot of shows just talking about what we would want to see from kiss as far as dvd blu-ray type releases and outside of kiss rocks vegas which which they did that show actually before we even started started doing this show those, those shows were in 2014 and i guess the dvd came out sometime in in 15 maybe 16 around in there i guess something in that neighborhood but kiss is the most visual band ever and they've done one release since we started doing this show <laughs> and that's terrible yeah. so i don't so I guess don't hold your breath is my point. No. Yeah. Yeah. Another couple that I've watched recently, uh, Springsteen on Broadway. Mm. Fant- fantastic. Uh, kind of storytellers. And uh, also just did Western Stars the other day, which is countrified. Mm. Uh, so so very good stuff. There's so much good music out there. It doesn't matter what your tastes yeah. are. Yeah. It's just, uh, you know, Kiss isn't going to do it. Going to get my fix for music and watching, you know, music history type stuff elsewhere with other bands. Never never get bored. And I think in uh, 2020, the big one's going to be the White Album. So hopefully there'll be some documentary type, type stuff that comes from the Beatles again when you buy yet another version of that freaking album oh, all right i think let, let it be that's this year as well isn't it? no or didn't that come out yes I, I lose track yes let this whatever there's a there's 70. a 50th 50th anniversary 70 it's gonna be yes. let it be i believe yeah sorry complete brain fart there on my beatles chronology it's okay there we go it's okay you said that very patronizingly i like that it's okay julie <laughs> you're an idiot it's okay yeah here Oh, there you go. Okay. The wizard and on, is all right. <laughs> and on that corrective note, let's leave that there. Lonnie, good to see you again. Good to be on here. Good to be here again. Yeah, Daniel and Ken, of course. So thank you all for listening. Do f- chime in with feedback. Do get involved in conversations on wherever you read or listen or watch this episode. And uh, just remember, we do appreciate you giving us your ears and taking the time to listen to our show. So thank you very much, and we'll see you next time. Bye for now. Thank you for spending time listening to the KISS FAQ podcast today. All sales are final. There are no refunds. If you'd like, look us up on Facebook or come over to the KISS FAQ message board and discuss the topic we broadcast today. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes, Spreaker, or wherever you've listened to the show. We hope you'll join us again.